we're back for session three of Regency Cthulhu. And once again, we've got uh, myself, Clay, Polly, and JJ as our players. And we're picking up after the previous session when strange doings were found in North Lake Hall. Um, but let's see. Uh, I'm trying to think if there are any other interesting rules or anything else we need to cover. Uh, we touched on Sandy last time. Yay. Uh, so, <clears throat> because JJ's character lost some. Uh, so, in the case of Captain Stone, he lost, I believe, four points of sanity. Is that correct? I believe so. So, that is not enough to trigger uh, a bout of madness. Uh, basically, the general rule is if your character loses more than five points of sanity all at once, or if they lose more than 20% of their sanity in one day, uh, then they go cuckoo bananas, uh, you know, mostly just for a little while. <clears throat> but um, so far, Captain Stone, he's pretty good. What, what is his total sanity? Uh, before he lost those four points? Let's see. He lost three points. Okay, just And three. his starting Good. sanity was 40. Okay. Oh, pretty low. Okay, so... Um, eight points is your daily limit. Uh, if you lose more than eight points today, then we're going to have to do some rolls. It's not over day. The day's not over yet. It's not over. Okay. And so, yeah, let's see, last time you all, after the, after the ball, your characters, uh, the, the good Reverend uh, Captain Stone and Gemma uh, Brocklehurst, did some research. You investigated the parish records and poked around in the North Lake family uh, crypt. And, uh, and Gemma did a little discussion with... Uh, the Dowager Lady Emma. Um, and you found some clues, some hints about what's going on with the North Lakes. And also Gemma got a chance to check out the North Lake Jewel from uh, where Lady Emma was able to remove it from the case with a key that Gemma now knows where it is kept. And then... On the following day, which I guess is Monday, um, the you all were doing some more investigation, and then in the corridor, when you discovered that you could see through the veils of reality and to a strange windswept plain with mountains and storm clouds in the distance, as, as if you could see through the very wall. And that's, of course, when Captain Stone found this all a bit much, but everyone else took it more or less in stride. But it doesn't seem to be a door. It's more of a window where you can uh, see, but you can't pass through. And I think that is what we've got. I don't really have a uh, icebreaker question today. Last time I asked if what was your most awkward party or your favorite pie. So... And this past time we were 
investigating and researching. So I guess, what is your favorite library or place to do research? And we may end on Clay because she may have to go through a long list. <laughs> um, I can go. I can go. Okay. Um, well, I won't say it's for research, but like my favorite library that I've ever been to is like the Trinity College in Ireland. Mm. Got to see the Book of Kells like in person, so that was that was pretty epic and very cool. Nice. That's just a great place to be. I love Ireland. I can't wait to go back again. I'm incredibly impressed that you have seen the Book of Kells. Mm. Wow. I'm very, I'm also jealous. <laughs> Green with envy. Green ah. with envy, yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh. JJ. I'm going to say the, uh, since we happen to live in the 21st century, the global internet, uh, I just can't get enough of that shit. Excuse my language. You can bleep that out later. Sure. Um, yeah, just having um, having it at our fingertips. I think we underestimate just how Star Trek it is. Hmm. So your favorite library is the internet. <clears throat> I mean... I mean, judging by usage and like mm. time spent reading malicious compliance on Reddit. Yes. By the, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. The elders of the internet answer. would approve. All right. And Clay. Yes. Um, Okay, I am going to say the library at the Scott Polar Institute at Cambridge University in England. Okay. That library is not that big, but it's lovely. It's just a lovely, lovely library, and they've got an amazing collection. So it's not a stunningly beautiful library, but for the size, it is quite lovely, and I... When I think of a space where I physically want to be doing research, that is at the top of my list. I think my favorite one was the uh, Mercantile Library in Cincinnati. Oh, nice. Which <clears throat> I've only been there once, and I was there for uh, a book signing by uh, William Gibson. But it's just, it's like on a top floor in a downtown busy street, but it's got like, you know, the rolling shelves and it's quite a cool space. And I think actually when I was there, it was Gibson was signing the uh, virtual light that had just come out and mm -hmm. was doing a reading. But he observed that this was actually probably a more appropriate place for him to have done it for the Deference Engine, his previous book, which was the steampunk book. All right. So I guess... Um, we can pick up where we left off with you all still in the long corridor, um, having found your unusual discovery. So what would you like to do next? Is there anyone you want to talk to or anything you want to do to try to investigate this phenomenon further?
sit around and go, hmm. I'm going to stare at it and see if anything's moving. Okay. And I'm going to continue to do so until somebody makes me stop. <laughs> okay. So we want to figure out how to get through to the other side. Um, and who to talk to. We've, we've been having conversations on the side about this. Is anything moving? I'm sorry, what? Is anything moving? Uh, you see the, the clouds boiling and the occasional lightning flash in the dark night sky. Um, but it's, it's silent and it seems devoid of life. I should totally not keep staring at this, but I am. Okay. Oh, wait. Uh, we should do our luck check first before we continue. Oh, yes. So basically everyone make a luck roll and tell me if you fail it, because that means you recover some luck. Yay, I failed. Yay. So if you roll a d10. Oh, I failed. I get seven back. Nice. How are you, Clay? Did you get any luck back? Um, so I rolled a 1d10 and I got 7. Did you fail your luck check? Uh, I was... So that's where you roll percentile and then... Oh yeah. I got a 96. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so that's a failure. That so that bad. means it... Yeah, so your d10 counts. Okay. It is a little disturbing that... Um, uh, on this, I, I'm rolling it on roll 20, and so there's two 96s and two 7s, so I don't know if that's just a coincidence or... Yeah, roll 20 does this thing where sometimes it seems to get stuck and you get the same random numbers. Let's just assume it's a coincidence and, and move forward. Yeah. yeah. That's one reason why I kind of try to go more with physical dice. Uh, because it's easier to comprehend than this techno mumbo jumbo. <laughs> I was going to go right. to the dice store on Saturday, and I just thought, oh, the crowds. Oh, the crowds at the dice store. The dice yeah. store right before Christmas? Are you mad, woman? I know, I know. It's it just... <laughs> After venture I mean, forth, the smell of the warm 20, boy. The 2023 <laughs> dice are in. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you guys are all feeling a little bit luckier, um, and 
Uh, yeah, so there's portal to another dimension in the wall. Anything you want to do about it? Uh, are you going to just let John Stone stare into the wall with a shocked, horrified look on his face? Okay. Still staring. <laughs> we, let's go talk to the old lady again and maybe let some more time pass and it might become the veil might thin a little bit more. Okay. I or we could get a hatchet. I don't know. Like can we No. I don't know. I really don't know. Because playing with if I'm playing my character, he's gonna go up to JJ here and smack him and say the power of Christ compels you. Snap out of it, man. We must get out of here. This is the gates of hell opening. We need to leave right away. It could be purgatory. But, you know... I've seen hell before. <laughs> it looks remarkably like this when you detonate shells repeatedly for a couple of weeks. <laughs> and... We were to go to the other side and we were to find riches and those riches went to fund new programs at the church wouldn't that be okay you want to go there he says it'll be okay with a carpet bag yes <laughs> help fund my parish i rolled like a 95 so i'm actually i'm going to play my religious with the rolls and see how he goes if he because my religion is set at 70. okay so if i fail it you'll go to the corrupt version which he'll take the money and thank you for your donation for the parish <laughs> but yeah this will go toward paying for a private jet for god <laughs> Okay. So who do you want to talk to? Or what do you want to do? Or what you thinking? What do we want to do with this information? I think I'm going to go and uh, I'll be back in a moment. <laughs> I'm going to, to go get uh, my rifle and my cavalry sword and my pistol and ammunition. So you say, you say, I'll be back in a moment, and then as they're standing there out the window, you can see him riding off back. <laughs> Over the hills? <laughs> yes. And then I, right, a few minutes later, riding back, heavily armed. So as if he's going to battle. Does, does Mrs. Sarah Combs live here at the house also? Yes. Or Okay. Because we haven't talked to her she seemed more formidable, but we might try talking to her. She's also an older generation, so might have heard tales. And what was her Well, you know, this time of day, she's usually out in the garden. Uh, oh! Gardening? Yeah, supervising, supervising the, the gardening? gardeners. Yes. Maybe I'll go out uh, and and to pick some flowers <laughs> you know <laughs> herbs 
comes for drying, I'll go out and I'll, I'll say I want to make a sachet. You know, I'm going to sew up some nice herbs into a sachet to give to Miss Elizabeth. That sounds nice. Okay, that's what I'm going to do. I'll, I'll be staring I'll go out at, the, at the thing in the hallway. So. <laughs> With a gun. I will daintily go out to the garden uh, to talk to Mrs. Sarah Combs and okay. ask her if I may pick some, some fragrant herbs to make a sachet for Miss Elizabeth to help her when she sleeps. She kind of gives you a quizzical look and uh, and says, well, do what you will. Uh, and she's like, again, kind of like telling the gardener, you know, you know, to not put so much uh, manure around the, the marigolds or, you know, whatever one does when one's uh, micromanaging the, the servants. So I'll, I'll try to make small talk about the weather and ask her questions about gardening and say things like, it's a lovely garden and I would love to have a garden like that one day myself. And I, she's such an inspiration and blah, blah, blah. Give me a charm roll. Oh, okay. Okay, first of all, let's see what my charm is. And that is going to be a 1d100? Yes. Okay. Ah! Got a 97. <laughs> she listens to you prattle on for a few minutes, and then she says, I don't have time for this, uh hoot nanny spit it out what do you want <laughs> uh well to be frank mrs combs i i'm just interested in family history and i your family the family that you have you know your well, your family i'm just fascinated and i just wanted to hear stories of your family history uh and the long hallway. Like, oh, slider, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that that hallway. Uh, damn peculiar, don't you know? Such a strange part of the house. Uh, and she says, yes, you know, that hallway is the only part of the house that's original. How long does it get? What kind of question is that? Well, it's it's it, it's several feet longer than it was the last time we measured it, and it's seems to keep growing. So, how long does it keep growing, and when does it stop, and when does it shrink again? Have you been nipping at the gin? What kind of hallways don't grow like that? <laughs> But we've measured it. <laughs> <laughs> we have documentation. Um. 
Well, you get the sense that she really doesn't know anything about the hallway getting longer. Um, but... Do you have any questions you want to ask her about the North Lake family? Um, yes. Like the deaths of the children? Like yes, the, we've the noticed it. <laughs> I was looking through the records in the library, and I noticed this curious thing where every 100 years on the 13th year, a child dies. That's just such a tragedy. And t this year is the 13th year. Are you all worried? Um... Hmm. Well, that is concerning. I wasn't aware of that. Um... <laughs> she... She says, well... Um... There's some strange skeletons in this family history I suppose you're beginning to suspect that um, she uh, the others they don't like to talk about it very much they think it's shameful or something to be um, uh, swept under the rug but I don't think that makes much sense do tell and if you cast your eyes at uh, roll 20. Are you on roll 20? Yes. Okay. Yes. Am I in roll 20? I am in the wrong roll 20. Hold on. Yeah, you're not in our roll 20. No. But we're, we're here. Yeah. yeah, we're in Terryford. Oh, there you are. Yes. Guess you were still in China. Yeah, I went to China by accident. <laughs> <laughs> okay so she then takes you uh, indoors to the library and she goes up to the family bible and she puts her hand on the family bible and flips to the family tree and she kind of looks and double checks what you're saying about the 13th year and she says well this is dreadful this means Elizabeth is next. I know. I'm very concerned. She is a good friend of mine. <laughs> Do you know what has killed the children on the 13th year? No, I couldn't to tell I, the plague? Cholera? Well, let's see. Uh, <clears throat> looking at it, she... You know, can say that she knows that uh, Alistair, um, he died uh, not long after his his son died, uh, who was just a just a baby, um, and she long suspected that it was a suicide from grief, but there was no 
she never heard anything about how he died. Just assumed that uh, the baby died by natural causes, as as they sometimes do. But then she says, "But this may have something to do with this." And she kind of flips the Bible around, and in the to the back of the Bible. And she shows that the back of the Bible has an inscription <gasps> written. And she says, now, I suspect this was written by Alistair, since I know something of uh, how his hand looks. The Black Altar. Said, Great Uncle Felix always said that uh, his brother was never the same again after his first son died and was inconsolable after his wife's death, giving birth to my father. It seems like the sort of thing that a madman might write, but I'd be blowed if I know what it means. Mm. This is most concerning. I greatly fear for the safety of dear Miss Elizabeth. There are two gentlemen here that have been helping me investigate this matter. I may bring them into the library to see this. Do you mind? Oh, no. I don't mind at all. I will go retrieve the gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> and yes. And so, yes, if you, I don't think you, either of you interacted with Mrs. Combs uh, at the ball. No. no. Yeah. Yeah. Here is her uh, portrait description. She looks off-putting, but she seems to be so far the most sensible one. Yes, you... You got the feeling that, you know, you've kind of actually, Gemma, you've kind of avoided her a little bit because you, you get the feeling that um, she's always kind of watching you or, you know, you catch her mm -hmm. being a slightly more astute than some of the other uh, Northlicks who are generally more uh, cheerful or concerned with trivial matters. But yes, uh, but you know, also know that she genuinely is quite fond of Elizabeth. Um and and you've occasionally made her heard her make like you know slightly you know cutting remarks about you know the the level of intelligence of you know Sir James or any of her other family members, uh, to the point where you get the impression that yeah she has uh, strong opinions and she generally is of an age where she doesn't have to keep them to herself. So, uh, what do you think this means? She asks you and your gentleman friends after introductions are complete. So we're all there together with her now in the library. Yes. Mm. Well, I have an opinion, but I dare not say it. Oh, good. Keeping one's opinions to themselves is a rare quality this day and age.
Shall I ring for tea? Yes, do. And, <laughs> and then... Uh, maybe over tea, we'll, we'll, we'll loosen our lips a bit. Yes. And you're... Your officer friend here does seem to be a slightly a bit rattled. His his collar is askew. Okay, uh, so T is look suitably mortified. <laughs> and immediately adjust my uniform. <laughs> I shall go out back and uh, commit suicide right away. Um, so yes, so uh, Hillier comes in with a tea service and serves it. Um, and as you all, uh, sit around and drink tea, uh, she is, um, she asks him, who else you have told your, uh, your theory about this? No one. Uh, that I'm aware of. And you believe that Elizabeth's life is in danger, but you don't know how. Correct. I'm very concerned, but it seems that it would be best to not tell her this. I don't want to scare her unnecessarily. Until we know more. Okay. And I, I'm going to look to to the gentlemen and see if they have comments. Particularly the mm. reverend. <laughs> <laughs> well. That inscription's pretty dark and damning. I don't know quite what to make of it, but hmm, I could do for some further investigating for sure. Okay. I could check, I could check the parish records. I might, I might ask for a second opinion. Part of the this black uh, altar. Of... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say part of the art of being in the military is STFU, which mm. is what I am doing. Mm. Because in my opinion, it means that he sacrificed his own child on an altar to stop monsters. Yeah. And yes. I do not wish, relish the idea of telling his relative that. So mm. I will STFU. Yeah. I would like mumbling, to... mumbling into your teacup. Hey, shut the fucker. <laughs> okay, so if you don't have anything else to ask Miss Combs, um, at some point she will uh, retire. Um, did she know? Did she know Alistair personally, or she did not? Her father. Um, and his, let's see, her father and her aunt were raised by uh, Alistair's brother, Felix. 
Mm. And Uncle Felix uh, took care, uh, ran the estate until uh, her father Robert came of age. Mm. And she has very fond memories of Uncle Felix. She seems to have positive memories of him. Uh, and her her brother Edmund. She thinks uh, perhaps was the one who uh, uh, maybe knew the the details of Alistair's death, but uh, Edmund passed, I believe, and uh, and so she doesn't know anything beyond that. Did you keep a journal? Ooh. Who? What? Did Alistair Alistair keep a journal, or did any or Edmund? Hmm. Uh, she doesn't think so. She thinks Edmund was uh, much more of a hunt, into hunt and uh, things of that matter. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, of course, you know, the accounts for the estate, but that's about it. Hmm. With this mention of, like, this black altar, is there any history of, like, a darker religion within the area. Have you heard of anything of this? I'm sorry, of what? Of a darker religion in this area? Hmm. Mrs. Combs has not. Um, and uh, the Reverend, you're new to this area, so you actually mm. know very little of such things. Yeah. You could possibly ask around. Uh, talk to your good friend, Reverend... Uh, What's his name? Reverend Hell Hellfire and Brimstone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Reverend Byron Choke. Mm. Yeah. Not an intimidating name at all. No. But yeah, I will. Uh, I might seek his counsel. Okay. Mm. Anything else you guys want to do before you lose Miss Combs for the afternoon? I want to say thank you for the splendid tea. Thank you very much. <laughs> Should we show her? Oh, yeah. Should we ask her if she wants to see? Mm-hmm. Ah. <laughs> or is that too much for an old lady? No, I think we should definitely show her. I mean, it's only a short walk to the long haul. <clears throat> okay. She knows we're not mad. Yes. Well, you haven't told her anything about the long corridor. You've only talked about the length. Uh, Elizabeth's <laughs> impending death. Well, I, I did mention and asked her about the length of the long corridor. You did ask, yeah. and she said it was damn peculiar. So, let's... let's. <laughs> I think we should leave the old lady alone, because that kind of stuff can do wacky stuff. <laughs> okay, whatever you say. I don't know. Like, well, we should ask. Maybe she'll say no. Should we ask? Hey, do you want to go gonna... mad or not? <laughs> There's a 50-50 chance. <laughs> Dear madam, as we've been telling you all of these crazy tales, we would take you over to the long corridor and show you what we have seen. Although, I must warn you, you might go insane. <laughs> Give me a persuade roll. 
are are you asking me because my persuade is going to be a 97 um <laughs> oh good i have i have like nothing in persuade so this will this will be great do it clay yo you did it i got a 23 <laughs> but What's... i have like 10 oh uh, so she is she says go and show me the corridor drive me mad i've seen that corridor it's a long corridor uh and i assure you it's as exactly as long as it was last week now if you excuse me i am tired and i am going to go rest and she takes her leave well that went well <laughs> Oh, better than I thought. At least we got some Probably information. For the best. Yes. We did get some information, though. Yes. Can't have old ladies going mad on us. <laughs> true, true. But, you know. All right. I'm going to go talk to Reverend Shoke and see if I can trudge up some information on the. Okay dark altar around here. Maybe he has one sitting I'm... in the back. <laughs> Alright, so what else? Uh, so while Reverend Jennings goes off to talk to his counterpart, um, is there anything the, the other two of you want to do this evening? Afternoon. I would really like to go to the basement. The cellars. The <laughs> lower levels. <laughs> Oh, yeah? Okay. You gonna go poke around in the basement? I Yeah, just to, you know, see if there's a black altar over in the corner. Okay. Just, just hanging out. <laughs> I'm trying to come up with a, a plausible reason for being in the basement, so... Um... I'm going down to the basement to look for one of the cases that I arrived with. I don't know if I arrived with it. Oh, no, I arrived with a carpet bag. That was all. Uh, yes. I'm going down to the basement to... Look at the underside of the hallway from the floor below. Okay. All right, so you head down there, and Rever or sorry, Doctor ah, Captain Stone. <laughs> I, I will follow her mutely. Okay. <laughs> Disapprovingly. <laughs> Again, you're 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 quite heavily armed as you pass through the uh, the North Lake halls corridors, uh, which going hunting later. Yes. Ah, yes, of course. <laughs> Saving a trip. The basement okay. seems like a good place to clean your guns, right? Right. Uh, so down in the basement, you're able to wander around until you um, find a wall where you think maybe extends underneath where the old corridor is, but it appears to be... Um, 
Like, you can't go directly under the corridor. It appears like the, the basement stops. Oh. Curious. Um, so I'm going to look for secret passages. So down here, you can see that the brickwork definitely shows a mixed mash of different eras. Um, more so than the upper floors, which, you know, have had more plaster and paint and, you know, more effort to, you know, integrate. Uh, but here you you can see what probably looks like, you know, brick uh, arches that probably date from the the, the uh, two-door uh, house. But then also there's stone, you know, paving stones and uh, columns that perhaps look like they're older from like you know, a medieval manor house. Hmm. And it is dark and it is dirty and it's full of old pieces of furniture and casks and things. And so to move around here without getting completely just covered in spider webs and dirt um, would require moving a lot of things, which will take quite a while. But and is you, there you're, anything you're checking, but you're checking for secret doors like or markings? passages. What's that? All right. Uh, so you're searching the area. Yes. Yeah, so uh, first. Yes. And it will take you, I guess, well, up until, uh, are you working through tea into the uh, yes. dinner time era? Uh, you, you do so, and I won't make you roll spot hidden. You don't find anything. Okay. Well, we've eliminated the basement anyway. <clears throat> do, do, do. How about the garden? Yeah. At the end of the hall. I think the garden is next. I mean, maybe not today. I don't know. Oh, it's still September. The garden by moonlight might be good. Mm. <laughs> okay. So, um, do you attend dinner? Absolutely. <laughs> all right, so you have to go get changed, all of that, and uh, is uh, the captain staying for dinner? I um, would hope that he would be invited yes. to stay. I, I will um, put my guns down. <laughs> okay. We'll attend dinner in uniform as her guest if she invites me. Absolutely. And I'll try and behave. Yeah, Lady Lydia, of course, uh, will invite you to stay. Since apparently... There's never uh, enough gentlemen. They're, so they're house gentlemen guests. Always, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, because uh, aside from uh, Sir James, there's no other uh, men in the house. Yeah. Single men. Very important. Yes. Okay, so... Um, so you have dinner with the Northlakes. Is there anything you want to bring up in dinner conversation? They probably, again, you know, they didn't have a chance to speak with you at the ball particularly due to, you know, being good hosts. But, um, of course, they're curious about your experiences in Spain and uh, your thoughts on the, you know, if this war with, you know, the, the French will last much longer. I'll uh, I'll say, 
We jolly well bled him out in Spain. He can't keep going that much longer. And Russia, of course. That was... Ah, yes. Ugh. It's strange to, for them to be the savior of the continent, but... Needs must. And then, you know, toast to the king and... You know, yes. Death France. You know. God will prevail, etc. And then I'll shut up. Okay. <laughs> and then the peasant comes out, and so... Uh... Okay. Is there anything you want to ask about any of the North Lakes that have come up? Um, you kind of get the impression, though, from Mrs. Combs sitting at the table that uh, she doesn't want you to talk about Elizabeth's impending demise. That you seems that reasonable. From her pointed looks. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a good dinner conversation. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, uh, up in Terryford, um, the Reverend Jennings is having a long and somewhat arduous conversation with the Reverend Choke, who is using the conversation largely to complain about the current state of the, the parishioners and the state of the church in general. And, uh, you know, by, by all that's holy, you know, the, this country is undergoing just a wave of sin. It's, and it, you must see this. You must, you know, uh, we must provide a, a united front to save the souls, etc., etc. <laughs> and uh, dinner is a, he invites you to stay for dinner, but it's a, a fairly... Uh, a bland affair. Um, mm, barley soup and bread. <laughs> yeah. And very long, you know, prayer over it. Mm -hmm. uh, but in the midst of all of that, as you ask him about some of the local lore about, you know, the village and the surrounding countryside, what you do find out is that um, this area... Uh, has Roman ruins are scattered around. Uh, apparently there was a Roman villa located on the plain here. Um, hmm. And he often, you know, you know, warns, you know, the local farmers that if they turn up any of the, uh, these strange, you know, blasphemous gods, um, you know, that they should probably just destroy them. You know, little statues and things like that. Hmm. Um, and has he seen any with his own eye uh yeah he's seen he's seen a few of them and you know they seem innocent enough but still it gets you know it, it's 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 not godly it's not christian mm. uh you know the romans of course were very naughty uh <laughs> and he also said you know they've found other things that you know he don't look so Roman. They look older and cruder. Um, so, you know, this might be like of those, you know, devil-worshipping druids or something like that. Or the Celts or whatever. Yeah. Oh. And where would those be found? 
Well, he says that there is, of course, a historian in the village. Uh, she actually is interested in these things. He, mm. you know, uh, he supposes that local history is, you know, useful for educating people or at least showing them the dangers of um, dabbling with, you know, the occult and what the occult and you know, all this uh, ungodly stuff. Mm. Uh, but uh, yeah, so. She is um, oops, not why I want to click. Um, uh, Miss Mary uh, Berendale. Miss Mary Berendale. 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 All right. <laughs> Miss, Mrs. Yeah. M Mrs. 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 Okay. And where is she? Is she at like the local library or? She's here in town. She's like, you know, she is, uh, I think she's a widow with, you know, a comfortable living. And so she's, uh, you know, spends her uh, her free time, you know, learning and you know, sharing knowledge about the, about Terryford. That'd be interesting because I'm, like I said, I'm new here and I'm still learning about the history of the town and. Yes, yes, yes. You are uh, still quite green around the gills, uh, which is you know, the wrong analogy, but I don't care. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I, of course, you know, we'll, we'll, can show you the the how to to do things proper. Uh, but yes. Um, well, let us keep in contact. I think. Uh... I think both of us can benefit from being yes. closer and being closer. Yeah, she to tells God. you. Yes, tell you <laughs> that Mrs. Mrs. Barrendale, she lost her husband about five years ago, and he was quite the uh, the archaeologist. He like uh, visited sites and digs all over the country, and after he died, she's uh, continued uh, kind of his work. Do you know how they how he died? Uh, yes, it just, you know, natural causes, I believe. I was, uh, I, I came to his deathbed and gave last rites. All right, then. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, you finally are able to extract yourself from the Reverend Choke's Choke. Yeah, go with God, blah, uh, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you know, late and you're like, ah, oh, crap. Gotta get, gotta get home. Um, okay. Anything else going on at North Lake Manor this evening before you turn in? Trying to be a decent guest when I want to crawl out of my skin. Okay. <laughs> um, well, probably Miss Elizabeth will chat you up a little bit just because you're a man in uniform uh, who also is busily not pursuing her, which of course 
is unusual, so she's fascinated by you. Uh, <laughs> well, perhaps that could change. <laughs> um, but if you're if you're just keen on getting out of there, uh, you can probably make an excuse shortly after dinner, uh, after you know, one glass of sherry, and then leave if that's what you want. I I will chat Miss Elizabeth just a bit. Do you wish to try to but, charm her? Uh, I feel bad, but yes. But I, my, my charm is awful, so don't worry. Oh. I'm probably not going to charm her. Let's try. I'll spend eight points of luck. I would roll the 23 on 15, and this is probably as charming as I'm ever going to get. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to... I'm going to take a success. So you burn some luck and you're able to uh, pull yourself together and tell some delightful anecdotes and generally keep her more or less enthralled with you. Um, meanwhile, Gemma from across the table probably looks on with a little bit of shock. Captain Stone, you know, going from babbling and staring at the wall to being quite the charmer. Wow. Yeah. And you, on the other hand, you find that Miss Elizabeth does indeed seem to be uh, quite a uh, nice young woman of uh, good breeding and um, it genuinely seems to be, you know, interested in hearing your your stories and, uh, you know, learning more about that uh, she seems to be. I, I will spare her the true story. Okay. <laughs> I, it, it's simply not suitable for polite company. Okay. But it occurs to me that we may have to fight monsters to save this girl's life. So I want to know more about her. Okay. And then at the appropriate time, I will... Um, excuse myself and not overstay my welcome. Then. Okay. Let's see. Give me an etiquette roll for that. Ah, uh, oh, this is going to be bad. 19. Uh, out of 30. Yes. Okay. Yes. You, you find the exact right moment to take your leave and uh, you do so. All right. You, you 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 stick the landing of the evening. All right. And then right. get out quick yes. before I have to do something social again. <laughs> Just running through the trees. Okay. Take my guns. Yes. Uh, my guns. My my guns that keep me safe. All right. So Gemma, uh, anything else you want to do this evening? Um, you have a chance to chat with Elizabeth when you're alone, preparing for the evening turning in. I think I'm going to, yes, chat with Elizabeth once again, you know, try and say. Have any family members tried to convince you to go off alone into the woods? No. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> Elizabeth? 
I, Miss Elizabeth, I would just want you to be safe. Just be safe, and do you know self-defense? <laughs> no, okay. Um, You're asking such strange questions, Gemma. You're so, so entertaining. Uh, but Terry Ferd, nothing ever <laughs> happens here. It's safe as houses. Two safes, sometimes, I think. Well, if... Don't go off by yourself with... Into the woods I would or never! Alone? I would never do Good. such a thing. Good. Scandals. It's best to stay home around a lot of other family members, I think. Okay. Possibly the church. Spend a lot of time at the church. <laughs> oh, and listening to our dear Reverend Choke uh, pontificate some more. I know it's deadly dull, but uh, it's strange times we live in, and I'm concerned about the long corridor that keeps growing longer. Has it gotten longer there still? There could be a supernatural element. Supernatural? It has gotten longer still, yes. I think so. How curious. Do you want to go down and see it? <laughs> uh, Let's go peek at the long corridor. Okay. So it's after dark, um, and the servants are mostly kind of like cleaning up and you know putting things away. You're able to come down and go to the dark corridor. Stepping in there, the the lights all the candles all in here have been extinguished because nobody's using it. But uh, you're able to bring candles with you as she is curious to see how long the corridor has gotten. So I'll take her to the spot where we were standing before and look at the wall and hopefully we'll see something. Okay. So you know how, where and to I'll look. Say, I'll hold up the candle and say. Behold. Okay. Sorry. I, just, <laughs> I never get to say behold to people like in regular conversation. Like, you know, oh, we've got yeah. like a new update to the website. Behold. behold. Well, there's some beholding to be done here. <laughs> yes. All right. Um, so she, you show her exactly how to look because um, it's not, you know, like I said, it's not immediately obvious how you have to kind of like look at the wall. Um, but faster than you expected, she's like, oh, I see it. She's like, that's amazing. I can see mountains. And, you know, and she's as you're both kind of peering through. Uh, and then and then she tries to, like, you know, she touches the wall, and she's like, oh, it's, 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 it's blocked somehow. But it looks like it's a, it's an opening. And she kind of I know. pushes on it. I know. But it's soft, though. Feel it. Okay, I'll put my hand up. I'll touch the wall. <laughs> okay. And it, you do feel a little bit of give on it, like like the past plaster's wet or something. But it's it doesn't feel wet, but it feels sort of soft. Aha! The portal to the other dimension is becoming more... 
what pliable portally 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 early and well this is exciting but i think we should probably not push too hard what do you think this means I think this means that this long corridor is a portal to another dimension with riches and monsters. Another, another realm like heaven? Very dangerous, but... Um, it doesn't look like heaven to me. Or, or this fairyland? Do you think this was what heaven would look like? Well, no, this, but... I'm... I don't... I... Well, uh, Reverend Chokes... Uh sermons on on heaven maybe it's a pretty he, he says it's a pretty austere place of judgment yes and then she says oh i'm gonna go and check the other side of the wall and she kind of goes down to the go around to the sermon corridor and you can Good hear point. her kind of like on the other side of the wall tapping on the wall and muffled but you know saying I don't feel anything here. Yeah, mumble mumble. Give me a spot hidden. Okay. Ah, uh, I got a sixty six and my spot hidden is 50. Okay. So, so that would be a fumble. I spot using the doubles roll. Oh, yeah. So you're kind of so peering around happened? there and you're listening for her where she's tapping and then um, you, you, you drop your candlestick and so you kind of have to like, you know, reach around and find it and then, you know, you get up and she's coming back and says... Well, the other side of the wall is hard, and you know there's no sign of a portal or a mountain or anything over there. I still wonder if this is an illusion, but maybe it is real. We should oh, like a magic lantern, it. like a magic lantern. Yes. But we can charge. Admission. Be quite fun. Oh, your parents would love that. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't they, though? Okay. It would be quite the talk of the county. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Doing anything else in the long corridor? Well, this was fun. No, I think that um, I'll keep this in the back of my mind to tell my fellow investigators and then nip off to bed. Okay. Okay. Um, so...
In the middle of the night, you're woken up by a horrendous shriek, Gemma. Oh dear. And there's quite a commotion around the household. And someone's yelling, intruder, intruder. I put on my dressing gown and I rush out. Okay. As you come down, you find that the whole household is awake and uh, you see that Mary the chamber, I'm sorry, Martha the chambermaid um, is sitting there in tears in like, you know, uh, the small parlor and uh, the, the male servants are all like armed and, you know, moving around the first floor. Um, you can see that um, uh, they say that there's a that there's a burglar in the house. And oh, you can no. hear and you can hear Martha over her her sobs insisting that it's not a burglar, it's a horrible hulking shape. As she like it wails and begins bursts into tears again. Um and someone's trying to ply her with brandy. Uh just to, you know, calm her down and Uh, Where is Miss Elizabeth? <laughs> she's there with you too. She was woken up and is quite wide-eyed about what's going on. I'm gonna run up to her room to check on her. Oh, Elizabeth's there with you. Okay, okay. Then I'm gonna say, uh, "Can we send a stable boy to run and get the captain and the reverend?" Um. Yeah, they tell you that the, the burglar broke the broke it, the door through the uh, uh, a servant's quarters. But Martha was the only one that saw the burglar. What was that you broke up? The, the burglar broke the door? For the, uh, in the, the servant's door? quarter? Yeah. In the, the yeah, the... The burglar broke broke the door to the servants' quarters, and but Martha was the only one who saw him. Okay. Okay. And after probably about like forty-five minutes, uh, they conclude that the burglar must have been uh, scared off by her shrieks and uh, and left again because they can find no no trace of anywhere in the house. And nothing seems to have been stolen. So I, I'm going to grab a candle and go back to the long corridor. Okay. And um, I'm going to grab Miss Elizabeth and say, let's go back and check the corridor. <laughs> so you go back to the corridor and you can see that uh, it is... Uh, the door to the and corridor also is open. And looks very similar to how you left it. So I'm going to go back to the point where we can peek through the wall and see if anything looks different. Okay. Peering through the wall, you it does appear to be uh, just as you left it. Again, the storms seem to continue. I'm going to look through very carefully to see if I can see anything. 
All right. You appear through, and you don't see anything that you haven't seen before. Okay. And then Elizabeth says, well, look at that. And she kind of points down at your feet, and you can see that there is, like, um, dust and sand on the rug. In the hallway? In the hallway. Like a small amount. So I'm going to pick up a sample. I'm going to try and pick up a few grains or a small amount of the of the sand. Okay. It's very fine. And hold them in my hand until I can, until I can get back to the room, my my room, and put them in a little dish or something. Okay. Say, the gentleman will be fascinated by this. Yeah, so Yeah, so the uh basically um this door is the one that the burglar broke. And uh and I had Sarah, I'm sorry. Martha was um, downstairs uh, when she saw the burglar uh-huh. near the small parlor. The spot on the wall, you know, basically is about like here. So I, I want to go and check out the area of the door where the burglar was and see if it looks like the burglar broke out or broke in. As you go down there, you can see that uh, two of the servants, along with uh, Hillier, the butler, are, who's overseeing it, are trying to fit the door back onto its hinges so that you know it can be closed for the night and locked. Uh, and you can see quite clearly that it was uh, broken outward. Uh-huh. It looks like the lock was violently smashed. This is very terrifying. <laughs> I'll turn to Miss Elizabeth and say... I think we should barricade the doors to our rooms tonight. Do you think the burglar will be back? I know you think I'm crazy. Just humor me. Barricade the door to your room until you're up in the morning. And it's daylight. Okay. And Sir James kind of like overhears this and says, that is probably, yes, that's probably wise. Uh, We still don't know who these miscreants are. We haven't questioned Sir James yet, have we? No, you haven't.
Yeah, Edmund was his father. Okay. If I remember. You have the family tree, you don't need me to tell you that. Okay, so are you... Probably tonight is not a good time to question Sir James. I'm barricading the door, and um, I'm actually going to suggest to Miss Elizabeth that, you know, maybe we should stay in the same room just for safety. Yes. And then the next morning, I'm going to wake up super early and go off before breakfast to go find the gentleman. Which gentleman are you seeking? Probably uh, the Reverend is the closest. His church is just okay. on the, I'll go find the, the back of the estate. Okay. Yes, I'll go find the Reverend and then tap on his window or something to wake him up. <laughs> so the Reverend, after a long night with the uh, Reverend Choke, it's Woken up early by Gemma in the garden. <laughs> I think you're muted, Polly. Good God, what's going on? How can I help you? Oh, this things are getting really, really weird really fast. But <laughs> I think we are soon going to have an opportunity to pass through to the other side. But last night, I think a creature from the other side broke into our realm. And broke through what? the door and maybe wandering the countryside. Really? Yes. Did you get a description? Large and scary. <laughs> All right. Um, well, that's unfortunate. Um, well, I talked to the Reverend Choke yesterday. Um, apparently, there's. Oh, what's her name? Miss Mary Berendale, who's like a local historian, and her husband was an archaeologist. Um, they should be able to shed Ooh. some light on perhaps this black uh, altar that we've read about in the inscription. And that might help us find this beast. That would be a good plan. So okay. shall we go talk I'm with very, her? very concerned about Miss Elizabeth, so I yes. Let's um, go talk with her. Well, should we should go we talk to sweep talk up to... scoop up the captain? <laughs> yeah. Maybe we should send the captain to go protect Miss Elizabeth. With his many armaments. I think that's a good plan. <laughs> yeah. And then yes. well, uh, and they show up at his door, he's already and awake cleaning I, I his think, guns. Yes, and no one has yet talked to Sir James, I think we we maybe we can try talking to Sir James. Mm. Okay. All right. So the Reverend. I and heard him Gemma... talking last night. I think that he might know more than he's letting on. Complying. Yeah. All right. 
Maybe okay. I can talk to him man to man. All right, so you you head over to Captain John's house and give him the briefing, and then uh, Gemma and the Reverend head to Terryford to find this uh, Miss Berendale, and then John Stone, you head over to uh, North Lake Hall yet again. Indeed. Okay. Um, I, I will go and offer my services to um, stand guard at the house in case this miscreant should return. As you're and... heading over there, uh, and you're a little ways away, uh, you s- look over and in the fields, you see farmer, or looks like a farmer and or two and with their dogs and they are looking at looks like uh, a number of bloody dead sheep i will go over and talk to them ask them what's going on what did this they get closer and you uh uh, he introduces himself as farmer culbertson he probably has a Broad West Country accent that I'm not going to attempt. Aww. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'd probably sound like a pirate more than anything. Yar. Yar. <laughs> oh, I, sir. <laughs> uh, hmm. Yeah, so there is uh, three sheep down, uh, one of which is just ripped apart with its guts and viscera everywhere, and then the other two are nothing more than sinew and bone. Oh. And would you say, John, that you are used to farm life? I um have probably been I was probably on a farm before I was a soldier. Okay. So um, this does not offend your delicate sensibilities. So no sanity roll required. Well, I've seen soldiers look like this. Yes, this is true. Hell yeah, yep, yep. sheep, <laughs> dead yep. sheep. Um, sheep's going to get a medal. But uh, what kind of uh, what kind of can I see the, the from the incisions? Do they look like sets of claws? Um, yeah, it looks very clawed, and the one that is not completely consumed. And Owen, who is the uh, the other fellow there with Farmer Culbertson, uh, he's speculating that it's like. You know, like a mad dog or a wolf or something. But uh, wolves haven't been seen in these parts for many a year. Give me a psychology roll. 84 out of something that's going to be a lot less than 84. Okay. Um. Yeah, 10%. Yeah, so. you're, you're too focused on this to notice. Hmm. I'll ask him if this has happened before. No, no, sir. Uh, he's waiting for the right now. Well, he's waiting for the local magistrate we'll to keep come, our eyes peeled, Sir James, to take a look. Since these is Sir James's land, ah, livestock. Oh, I'm on my way to see Sir James right now. I'll go get him. 
If he's not already on the way. Well, he's already sent word as soon as he found him, so... He, he wants the... Okay. Uh, then I have track, so I'm going to see if there's any blood trail leading anywhere. Okay. Well, and, and wait for Sir James here. Uh, do you have... Do you have natural world, natural philosophy, or medicine as a skill? I have both of those at 1%, but I have tracking. Okay. And that's all I got. <laughs> well, give me a tracking roll. Uh, 50 out of 25, so nope. Okay. You want to try to push the roll? Um... No. No. Okay. I, I will wait for Sir James. Okay. Uh, after maybe about another like half hour, Sir James comes and he is quite aghast at uh, the the carnage uh, and questions, you know, Farmer Culbertson about it, um, and he seems quite taken aback at uh, a dog could have eaten two whole sheep, uh, and questions whether it's a pack of pack of animals or something like that. Um, and they're having a kind of a big debate on that. And he also, he knows as you there, you know, his dinner guest from last night, uh, and of course greets you and asks, uh, you know, how you came to be here. I said, I was on my way to see you, uh, and offer my services as, uh, I had heard there was some disturbance at your house. I saw Gemma and she asked if I would, uh, offer myself to stand guard at your house. Should Stand. anything untoward. And guard. Uh. Seemed to think that there was some sort of interloper or someone or something had gotten into your house. Yes, we've told the we told the constable. And well, stand guard. I, I don't know. Uh, I apologize. Uh, uh, perhaps call call by later today. Uh, right now, I, I sort of need to. Oh, uh, you you obviously have yeah. your duties. Yes. I will, you know, snap heels, bow, you know, and stay out of the way. And shimmy off. Okay. Um, do you head off to the house? Uh, I've just been invited to go by later. Later, yes. Yeah. So perhaps I will not uh, over. Perhaps I will go down to the village and join them as I was not... I was invited to come later, not now. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, meanwhile, uh, arriving in the village, you find uh, Miss Berendale's house. Uh, and... She is... Uh, She's home, and I assume you, you knock on her door and introduce yourselves. We oui. see. Si. Okay, uh, are you? Let's see. Let me double check. Did you have to? Uh, Quick technical question, Clay. Did you 
Mm-hmm. So you're, you're able to refresh and re-enter the, uh, the studio, right? Yes. Okay. So I think you're recording. So I think it's good. Okay. I just got an alert when you got kicked out before. Um, oh, yeah. I've okay. got a red dot. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, I can see that you're, it's recording. Okay. So anyway, yeah, so Miss Berendale, she'll invite you in and, uh, you know, offer you a coffee. And what's what's the story, Morning Glory? Oh, um, well, we were conversing with Reverend Choke, and uh, he said that you have a, a great knowledge of the area, especially for... Um, historical purposes. Um, you said that you might know more about uh, Roman and older sites here of archaeological, architectural, archaeological. Oh yes, oh, yeah. <laughs> blah blah blah. <laughs> um. Yeah, of historical nature. Uh, yes, of course. Uh, the, she and her her late husband John um, spent you know many years like you know exploring like the Salisbury Plain and the various you know like uh, ruins that were the locals you know directed them toward, um, and to, you know sketching or making notes of uh, what they found. Uh, John also was uh, quite fond of traveling to other parts of uh, England to visit uh, ruins and other, you know, standing stones and things like that. Hmm. Can Can you tell me about the standing stones here and some of the older older sites? Mm-hmm. Has there been? And any... she will. She'll She'll confess though that her memory is not what it used to be, uh, hmm. and uh, now mostly she kind of. Uh, You know, uh, tries to keep people interested in local history uh, and preserving some of these sites, uh, but and then also kind of like looking after the John's library. Uh, but really, mm-hmm. he was you know it was his passion, and she was just you know. Uh, she also was a great lover of history, but she was you know. It was uh, you know John's memory is really you know the most important thing to her. Mm. I'm sorry to hear about his passing. Is there a... I assume he was a prolific note-taker and... Um, is there any possible way that you would share some of this um, information with us? Of course. Um, she's always happy for people to come and, you know, uh, use the library. And she'll ring a bell and have Rachel her uh, her maid come and tell Rachel to take you up to the library which is on the top floor of the house and when you get up there kind of like under the eaves you can you know like um, there's three rooms that are completely filled with books and journals oh jeez <laughs> um, can we ask our host is like is this arranged in any set way that uh, 
Or is it just all random? Uh, it's it's sort of it is organized sort of by topic or area. Hmm. Um, so probably with a library use, you can investigate and find uh, what information they have about the, the area around Terraford, which is you know more extensive than many of the the other places. Mm -hmm. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> okay. Failed. <laughs> okay, so yes, you you spend a couple hours in there, kind of going through journals and reading them. Of course, you know. Um, There's a lot to you go find through. A, yeah, you find a lot of interesting information about Terryford, stuff you didn't know, uh, but uh, you fail find absolutely nothing about a black altar or anything of that sort. Uh, Indeed, you do see that there's apparently quite a few Roman ruins in the area. And there are standing stones here, just like they are further out in the Salisbury Plain, like at uh, Stonehenge. Hmm. Is there any standing stones or any of these uh, art or whatever sites of interest near the Lakewood House or, or North Lake Hall? Um, you don't find any mention of them specifically. Hmm. And nothing mapped or anything like that. Yeah, and also that's you know North Lake. You've been you've been at your church for about five years, which is right next to North Lake, and you don't remember ever seeing anything like that. Mm. Doesn't mean there's nothing on the property though. True, but mm. well, Gemma, is there anything you want to do while we're here? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I guess at some point uh, the captain will show up. Do you want to roll I'm for library about... use? <laughs> yes, I'll I'll roll for library use, and then yeah, I I don't have a lot in library use. Neither do I, but. Every roll yes, helps. Try. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, no. no. I I have a twenty and it's a forty-eight, so horrible. <laughs> I believe that's a fumble. Ah, uh, so not only do you not find anything, you actually. Mix things up even worse. Ah. <laughs> but what I, I'm just trying to find out gossip and, you know, stories. Unverified, random stories that have no basis in fact about this family. Oh, from yeah. who? From, are, you, are you talking to Miss? Yes. I'm not, I'm, yes. <laughs> I'm not much of a historian, but I do love the stories. 
the folklore of a region. Just dying to know about anything interesting. This seems like such an unusual place. Surely there's some rich folklore here. Oh, she'll tell you all kinds of things. Um, and she'll also tell you quite a bit about the founding of Terryford. Ah, which yeah. was founded by Sir Anthony Terry in 1376. And, How interesting. And tell, she tells you something that little people, people don't really know is that uh, he built the pub before the church because the, uh, the workers demanded uh, ale to finish the church. <laughs> well, Reverend, there's one for you. Okay. Sir John Stone. So the, Captain John Stone. Yes. I um I I might stumble towards their house at some point if they spent long enough in the library. I think they did. All right. Well, I will. You you, you, you never even went to you never even went to the North Lake Hall. You kind of stopped in the field most of the way there. So you weren't too far behind them when you decided that you would go to Terryford and try to oh. find them. I will knock on the door and say, uh, and ask if my companions are there, the uh, preacher and yes. Miss Skimmer. Rachel will show you in and, you know, introduce you to Mrs. B, and then she can take you upstairs to the library where you'll find your companions. I will thank her for her hospitality. And then I can take a one in five chance at library use. <laughs> <laughs> Shall I? Sure. Why not? Yes. Yes. I sort of gesture at the 32. pile of books. Sorry? I can burn 12 points of luck and make it a success. What say you? I say do it. <laughs> Why not? I shall do so. Okay. I am, as they say, pushing my luck. And... As you're poking around, you luckily find a slim monograph that's misfiled. Um, and as you're looking at it, you find that it does talk about um, stories about this area uh, dating back to Roman times. And there's a mention of a, uh, a Roman temple in the area um, dedicated to the god Venti. I see a large coffee drink. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> but in fact, it's the uh, the Roman name for the god of the winds. Hmm. Which I'm guessing the Reverend would know, knowing enough Latin. Yep, I have lots of good Latin. fascinating right. um well i will hand it to the priest and say can you what do you think of this mm. can you see where it might have been located uh, this is a, this in the here all it has is the tale from you know passed down um 
and no point of reference at all other than it's close to uh, the Roman name for the Salisbury Plain. Perhaps in the basement. Gemma? <laughs> you didn't see anything in the basement. About it. No, but I do. I. It strikes me if the pub is older than the church. And the church is old. But the pub is older. Maybe we should look in the church and the pub. I mean, the <laughs> basement of the pub. I am. In favor of this, let's I go to the pub. I personally am let's not go going to, to go to the basement of the pub, <laughs> but I think you gentlemen should go to the basement of the pub and just rule it out. Okay. 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 I'll let you do the talking. <laughs> so. Um... So Gemma, you let them go off to the Four Feathers? Yes. And then what are you going to do? Um, I want to find the Roman ruins. So is there any other possibility in Terryford where the Roman ruins would be? You have no idea. Something well, hey, we found this thing. Maybe we should ask our host. Ah, yes. <laughs> Maybe she has an idea. That's true. Okay. Um... Well, I mean, she... Is familiar with that book of of uh, old tales, um, but she doesn't quite remember where John picked it up, uh, and you know she can talk to you all a while about you know how the Romans would have uh, dedicated temples for ver their various gods that were kind of for specific reasons, but beyond that she has you know no idea. But you know finding such a ruin like that in Terryford would probably be quite fascinating. Hmm. She knows that there's a villa in the area, but she, John was never able to determine exactly where. Perhaps a closer eye on the basement of the men's Well, we were down there. We didn't see much. It was mostly just dusty and there was old furniture everywhere. Well, after all this reading in the library, you figure it's probably getting close to the time that you should probably be calling on Sir James. Righto. Yes.
So anyone else doing anything? Um, what's the plan? Hmm. I'm yeah. ready to go to the manse. Yeah. Okay, so Captain John heads to the manse. Do you take the Reverend with you? Do you take Gemma? Do you go as a group? Do you split up? Okay, before we go, I'm going to ask her about the Mortview House outside of Terryford. The Mortview House. Uh, you're talking about uh, the house that belongs to uh, Mr. Williams? Possibly. It's number four on the larger map. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so she tells you that, uh, she tells you it's quite, uh, shocking what happened with him. He, uh, he moved in only a few, about, maybe about four years ago after, uh, um, old Erasmus Williams died. Um, uh, and... But, you know, Valentine, uh, he took up residence there and he came rather odd and rather unpleasant, I have to say, uh, when he was in town. Um, and so apparently uh, not more than like a couple of weeks back he uh they found him uh, in a stupor in his house and he died three days later screaming huh imagine that <laughs> Interesting. I think at some point we should stop by Mortview House. Well, that's all sealed up. Uh, apparently, uh, Mr. Val Mr. Williams had uh, has some children, but they're uh, a son that would inherit his property. But uh, his son is currently, uh, I believe, on the continent somewhere. How old is the house? Um. It's fairly old. Uh, it was actually in quite in decline for quite a while before uh, Mr. Williams took possession of it. Uh, and he was initially he did quite a bit of work on it, improving the land uh, and the, the the house itself. But I don't actually off the top of my 
offhand know how old the house itself is. Hmm. Well, thank you. Okay, so, um, so after, after you leave Mrs. Uh, Baradale's house, um, what do you do? Should we go back and speak to Sir James? Sure. Okay. But this news about the Mordview house is very fascinating and ominous. I think we should check on um, check on the mansion first, but maybe head there next. Yes. Okay. It's the closest. If you <laughs> pull up this map, it's the closest one, really, of it's the next one over that's close to us. Oh, you printed more to view. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> and then I proceeded to lose it for two weeks. But yes, <laughs> got them now. Okay. So you can return back to North Lake Hall, um, and uh, and head inside and. Uh, it's probably like I guess like you know early to mid afternoon and uh, and Elizabeth will grab you as you come in the door and say, uh, "Gemma, Gemma, you must come see this. this is quite fascinating." And she basically drags you to the long corridor. Aha! And I'll say. <laughs> Oh, let me grab the gentleman. Do come. Okay. And so once you get to into the corridor, you notice immediately something is different. Um, there is an odd smell in the air. And she kind of closes the corridor, the door to the corridor behind you all, and then says, I've been able to step through the hole in the wall. <gasps> no, Elizabeth, not on your own. What were you thinking? This well, it just seemed like it was so soft. I just pushed on it, and all this time it just gave way. It was barely any resistance at all. It's, I must get the captain. It's like a whole different the world. What's that? <laughs> we need both gods and God and guns. <laughs> 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 And she pulls you down there. You don't even really need to make a spot hit roll or anything. There's like literally just like a sort of wavering uh, hole in the wall that uh, you can feel cold wind blowing off of from the other side. It smells of um, like, you know, dust and uh, ozone. Um, I will state that I have my guns. And we'll say, we'd best go take a look. 
Milady, I believe you should stay behind until we've made sure it's safe. <laughs> Nothing doing good, sir. We're coming with you. <laughs> but I'm going to grab a shawl. Okay. Anything else or just a shawl? Just a shawl. I mean, okay. I, I don't think I have anything else. Useful. And this, I, I, maybe a hat pin. I'll, uh... <laughs> okay. Uh, Reverend, what are you bringing with you? To the other side? My trusty Bible? <laughs> oh, yes. Crucifix? Holy water? Yeah. Okay. Um, That's all so I got. So if you want to cross through... Okay, I'm going to grab a candle. A candle? Yeah. And something and a, to light it? And something to light it. Some matches? A tinderbox. For matches, yeah. A striking thing. Yes. And a hat. Okay. Pin. Okay, so... Um... You, anyone who's passing through needs to make either a climb or a dex roll. Right. For the dex roll, it needs to be a hard success. But for the climb roll, it can be a regular success. Uh. <laughs> Here we go. I have failed. Oh, yeah. I have ninja. Like, wait, a hard success? Not a. Yeah, so you need to make under half your decks or make a climb skill roll. Oh. Okay, well, I can spend I... four points of luck and get there. Okay. Yes. I ninja my way. I utterly, in. utterly, utterly failed. <laughs> okay. Then you take a point of damage, hit point damage. Oh, no. As you brush up against the kind of uh, wavering edge, and it cuts you. Oh wow! Ugh. It's like thinner than a razor blade, and ten times as sharp. That is disturbing. Yeah. Um, you think though you know now that uh, if either of the gentlemen who had made it through before you had helped you they could have given you a bonus die to that roll ah. but what's done is done grumble 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 <laughs> <laughs> these gentlemen are not very, very gentlemanly sorry. Uh, well the so is uh, Miss Elizabeth coming with you or not my assumption is Miss Elizabeth's going to go back again, because apparently she can just nip right through like a gazelle or something. <laughs> I will. I had strongly recommended that she not, but was told that that was not that that was not an option. So okay. maybe I will attempt to help her as she comes through. Okay. So you you help the gazelle through, and she, of course, holds on to your arm and thanks you uh, most sincerely. Okay. 
So as you're now on the other side, you can see uh, that this is the, uh, like you're on some sort of, uh, open plain or uh, plateau. And it's quite dark here, uh, basically, but the, you can still see fairly well, um, and and looking around from the other side, you're basically on the side of a rock. Is the uh, uh, the other side of the portal that you just came through? And you can see the hallway, the opposite side of the hallway through it. Um, and. The ground here is very broken up and rough, and there's like, you know, cracks or fissures around. Um, but you can see not too far away uh, something that stands out. It appears to be an obelisk of some sort of dark stone. The black hole. <laughs> and it looks like it's about maybe 20 feet tall. Hmm. Um, I will go slightly closer and see if there are any markings on it of any kind. Alright, give me another climb roll as you try to cross this broken land. Ugh. And then also give me a spot hidden roll. Now this is true for um, anyone who's moving closer to the obelisk. Can I do a dex roll? Or does it have to be climb? No, it can be a dex. I made a half dex roll. Okay. 32 out of 35. So you're able to clam clamber over the fissures without uh, losing your footing. And I will warn them. The ground is very rough. You might stay there. I made my roll, so I am good. Okay. Yes. Oh, I'm outside the hall, so I figured I wasn't doing anything. Oh, you're not coming through? Oh, she I, failed. Can I try again? <laughs> oh, you came through. You just cut yourself. Oh! <laughs> I didn't think I made it through. Okay. <laughs> you, you failed to go through the whole back. Ah, you're like... I thought I was jumping up and down in the hallway going, What are you guys doing? What are you guys doing? <laughs> No, no, you were able to come through, but you cut yourself on the way through on, okay. by brushing up against the edge. Okay. So. So you have a climb or a dex roll as you move over toward the obelisk, and then everyone should also do a spot hidden roll. Okay, so I. I right. ugh. Nope, spot. I failed that one also. All right. Um, spot hidden. I'm, I'm not known for my physical prowess. I'm really more of a drawing room person. <laughs> okay, give me a let's roll of 1d2. You know, basically. Yeah, I don't see anything. Evens or odds on a die. I got a two. Okay, you take two more points of hit, hit points damage. This is not good. 
Alright, so who may anybody make their spot hidden? Oh, okay. Nope. Everybody? Alright. I did not. Uh, ooh. Hold on. I think I got Okay, I got at least a half a success. Hold on. Uh yeah, I got a half success. Thirteen out of twenty. Uh, okay. my skill being forty. So Okay, you, uh, as you're kind of, like, watching your footing and trying to guide people, um, you notice that there is, uh, a green rock on the ground, and when you pick it up, um, you, it looks like it might be a gemstone. You have, like, enough experience from being in Spain. Uh, that it looks like an uncut emerald. Alright, I will put it in my pocket. Okay. And I will call it out. I was like, I have found a gem upon the ground. <sighs> I knew it! I knew it! <laughs> okay, so... As you get closer to the obelisk, uh, you can see that... Uh, there is uh, it's a single slab of carved rock uh, clearly it's the same stone as uh, everywhere else here and across the surface you can see that there are crude carvings uh, hundreds of them uh, and they seem to be depicting monsters and humanoids with strange features quite horrific uh, even in their crudity. And all of them appear to be in some sort of agony. Um, which partially is that all of them also seem to be being consumed by various other monsters and strange beings. This may not be a place we want to stay. Is anyone examining these in great detail? Sure. Okay. Reverend. Why not? As you as you look at this, you think the strange beings and the monsters, they like seem to almost like be like Hindu gods or uh you know supernatural beings where they, you know, have some sort of crude representation of something that is uh more uh transcendental in nature then can easily be depicted in, you know, carved stone. Um, and they are quite horrifying. Give me a sanity roll. Uh, uh. Well, I'm, I'm under, so, yeah. Okay. So you're like, meh. Okay. And <laughs> also, as you kind of come around a little bit, you can see that on the side of the obelisk uh, there is a black slab of stone. The black altar. And yeah. It appears to be deeply <laughs> incised, or it was deeply incised at one point, but with age and time, uh, they've become worn and faded. Um, although how much time it would take for this stone to be uh, worn like this uh, is must be quite extensive. 
but they're running around the edges of the altar. Um, you're not even sure what kind of language that could be. Um, but on the top of the altar, you notice that there are uh, carvings that seem more recent and more familiar. If you look at roll 20, this is what you see carved into the top. Oh. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> give me a spot in. All right. <clears throat> Yes. <laughs> you notice, uh, being a soldier and all, um, this you immediately pick up that there is uh, evidence of dried blood on this altar. Quite old. I will state, um, this has seen blood sacrifice. That is blood. And I will, um, I will copy down a note of what's written, the initials, and the dates. Okay. Because we're going to have to convince Emma to leave or not come back at some point. Not Emma, sorry. Lydia. Her mom. It, okay. Wait. Okay, so it is Emma. Sorry, it's Emma. Nope. Yes, we're going to need to convince Emma it, not to come back. Emma's the great aunt. Okay. You're thinking of Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Yes. Elizabeth. 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 I apologize. She's like, I'm standing right here. <laughs> um. <sighs> She's kind of it shivering says... as she's standing there, yes, uh, with the cold I wind will blowing. offer her my coat. Oh, she'll appreciate that. Say, I will. I will say, perhaps we should not tarry too long here. What say you, Reverend? Um, it's interesting. With the with the carving, it says no more than a n. Alistair Northlake and not the actual child who died, which is the first one here. Or the one after. Uh, 1613 was the child's initial, and then this one is the Alistair, not William, who died. Alistair, my great grandfather, she says. Yeah. You think he was here? Pattern shows every hundred years. Mm hmm. Milady, I think we should get you home. I will turn to Gemma and say, if you seek your fortune on the gems in the ground, do it now. Excellent. 
I will also right, be... Give me another spot hidden if you're searching the ground. Yeah. I'll, uh... I got a 30 out of 50. Oh, excellent. Alright, you find what looks like, uh, a couple of nice rubies. Ooh. I get one? Oh, I'm gonna spend a point. <laughs> okay. Spend a point of luck. Uh, and you... Oh. I got, I got a super success. Oh, oh. Uh, lucky you. So you find another kind of, you know, like, uh, medium-sized, like, you know, blue sapphire. Uh, and then, Gemma, though, you find, like, a fairly large, what looks like a diamond. Ooh. A girl's best friend. All right, who has the lowest luck of all of you? Um, I am at 31... I got 60. I've got 43. Or actually, no, I got 47. Okay. Sorry, 47. Okay, JJ, give me a luck roll. Ho, ho, ho. No. Okay. <laughs> um. Okay, so you you bring Emma, I'm sorry, Elizabeth back through the portal. Uh Okay, Gemma and the Reverend, give me a spot hidden roll as you are gathering uh, gemstones. Yeah, seven. Woo. Oh, wow. <laughs> 41. <laughs> okay. So, Gemma, you, you find this, like, you know, diamond that's, like, the size of a plover's egg. Um, and... Uh, and then Reverend, as you're kind of like, you know, going to point out to her that you found a sapphire, uh, you catch a quick glimpse of something and it moves out of sight some distance away. You think, you feel like it was watching you. Hmm. We're not alone. We should venture out. So what do you do? I head back to the to the veil opening. Okay. Do you keep watching them or keep an eye out for them or what what are you doing? Yeah, I'll keep an eye out and make my way at a medium okay. pace. <laughs> okay. Uh, as you kind of glance around, it looks like uh, you see more than one of them, and they seem to be moving closer to you oh. with greater speed. All right. Time to hightail it out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So are you going to head back toward the portal? Yeah. All right. Give me a climb or a hard dex roll as you uh, cross the broken ground at increasing rates of speed. The... Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm four points off, so I'll spend the four points of luck. Okay. How about you, Gemma? Uh, did you tell Gemma, or did you just leave her? I told Gemma. It's just like okay. I told her we're being watched, and 
I have yelled at it there. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna see something like, ah! All right. I'm coming after you. As you're looking around, Gemma, you realize that this area around the obelisk seems to be pretty picked pretty clean, but you can see over there there's, like, a lot more gems, but it's further away. Oh, I'm so tempted! <laughs> but life is better than death. Um, so where's the captain? Can I see the captain? The captain already left with Elizabeth. Oh, okay. Well, then... I escorted her through, but yeah. I'm not going to go across... I'm going to guard at the entrance. Okay. So, yeah. yeah. So, Jimmy, you kind of look up from your gemstone and then you look around and you realize that you're the last one. So, I rushed towards the exit, but of course I rolled a 61, which means that I utterly fail in dexterity and climbing. All right. So, if in this she... case, you... At... Sorry? I was going to say, I am waiting by the entrance, and I will assist her through when she gets close enough, and I will be the last out. Well, before she can get close enough to you, when she's about, about halfway to you, she slips into that one of those fissures I mentioned earlier, and Jemma, your leg gets caught. No, oh, no! Ah! I'm going to rescue her. <laughs> and the things are now loping much closer, and you could get a look at them if you want to stop and take a look. Can I see them? Or am I too? You can you can turn around and look if you want to look behind you. Absolutely. That would. Alright. You look back and you see hideous beast-like things. Um, not human at all. Uh, and I don't have a picture to share on roll 20 for you, but they are... Um, Let's see. Shaggy and have long arms, too long for possibly their bodies. Uh, and they have uh, sort of a curious, curious, like leering faces with uh, wide fang-filled mouths that are built into their chests. Mouths in their chests? Yeah, they don't really have heads, or the, but they have faces in their chest. And they are, with their long arms and, and legs, they are able to, like, lope on all four and uh, cover the, the broken ground with great ease. Give me a sanity roll, Gemma. Oh. There's some kind of supernatural bears! Ah! Um, How'd you roll? Well, I've got, I'm I've got a lot of sanity, so I rolled a seventy-three. And my sanity is eighty. Okay, good job. You take a point of sanity loss, just one. Well, that's nice. Okay. <laughs> that's not bad. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. Better than the alternative. Yeah. Um. Uh, Better than crap. And your pants. so, uh, give me a a climb or dex roll. Captain John to get to Gemma before the creatures. Um. Ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Seventy-five out of seventy. Ah. Uh, 
right, so uh, I will take I will take the damage in order to get there. Well, this is more of do you get there in time? So oh. um, you are trying to cross this one, and you've got your rifle, and you've you know you're you're trying. To I get will there. take a shot if I'm not going to make it. You, okay, you don't think you're going to make it, so give me I a will shoot marksman. At the one closest. Give me a marksmanship yes. roll. All right. Um, no. I fail. Okay. However, your shot startles them and they stop. Okay. And all of a sudden they begin looking at you with, like, much more, like, you know, uh, leering, like, but wary. Because, what was this? Um, but also, you have to make a sanity roll, JJ. Because you're looking at them. Uh, I fail. Roll 1d8. Oh! And? Does he go mental? 1d8. Seven. Okay. That means that's going to spark a bout of madness, because that's more than five. And also that puts you over the total for 20% for the day. No, oh, but no, this is the second that, that day. That was the day before. That was the day before. Yes. So, you, so you do go more than five, so it's like uh, about a sanity, but it's not like indefinite sanity. So that's better. Um, and since I don't actually have the sanity rules in front of me, uh, JJ, how do you think Captain John Stone would go mad in this particular moment? I'm charging them with my sword. Okay. <laughs> so you, um, you drop your musket and draw your your saber, sword, uh, cavalry sword, cavalry and sword. Go right at him. All right. So you run Screaming. right past Gemma. Yep. Okay. Um, Good luck. Bring yourself. <laughs> You're on your own. Uh, captain. Captain. Okay, Reverend, do you want to help Gemma, or Gemma, do you want to try to give me a, uh, I'm gonna, oh, I guess, probably like a dexterity roll to free your foot? I'm going to try it, yes. Okay. I am scrambling like mad. This is not the way I want to go down. I just found this really cool diamond. Seriously. All right, it rolled a 25, so that just is half of my dexterity. Okay. You're able to free your foot. Hey. Yay. It's a little twisted, but, um, you know, you're basically... Uh, I'll say you take, like, another point of hit point damage yeah, okay. with the, the twist. And you can hobble back toward the door. Reverend, what are you doing in the midst of all of this? Um... What am I going to do? I made it back to the portal, right? And Yeah. Uh, give me a climb roll to get through the portal. Or a dex roll. Ah. That's not good. <laughs> That's a fail. Just a regular fail? 
Regular fails. Alright, take one you take one point of damage as you're scrambling through and you slice your palm on the edge of the wavering portal. Alright, uh Captain John Stone, give me do you have like anything like intimidate? I believe I do. Uh intimidate thirty-five. Well, let's see what happens. Where did the dice go? Okay. 67. Okay. So... So 67 over 35? Yep. Alright. Um, so you run at them screaming and waving, or they're charging with a steely glint in your eye and some of them turn around and decide to see what you taste like. Uh, Alright. I taste like cold steel. Cold steel. <laughs> Blue steel? Okay, Gemma. Give me a climb roll to get up, up through the portal. Okay. Oh, so fail. Fail, fail, fail. I rolled a 93, and the best I could hope for would be a 25. Okay, so you rolled a 93, but it's not a fumble. It's just a regular failure. So you take another point of damage as you clamor through. Okay. You're just you're just all cuts and bruises at this point. Well, what about the captain? Uh, so you kind of turn around and you look back through the portal, uh, you can see the captain with his sword violently fighting these beasts as they surround him and uh, rend him from limb to limb. Where's his musket? He dropped him. Is he being, like, he's being eaten right now? Yeah. There's no time to grab the musket and do anything? Yeah. Uh, you don't have the musket. He dropped the musket on the other side. Okay. But it's a glorious death for the captain. No! Oh. Captain! He was in a battle madness, so... Um, yeah, no, it's not going to be rational. It's going to be glory. Yes. But also this means that, yes, you uh, uh, have successfully... Everyone else got out safe. I... We owe him our Can I try and splash my blood on the altar as I die? Uh, yes, you can. Like, you are badly wounded and damaged with them, but you also have been hacking at them uh, with like a frenzied madness, and uh, and you kind of like are stumbling there, and you basically have your back up against the uh, uh, the obelisk, and you probably do you still have a pistol? Yes, I do. Okay, so you have a pistol, too, that you can discharge as you're kind of, like, again, fending them off. But they've tasted you, and you taste good. They like what they're tasting. Um, and and then you look over, and you see that the, the altar's there right in front of you. I dive onto the altar and make my last stand, slicing at them below. Okay. And... 
As you do so and your blood splashes onto the altar, there is a, uh, a humming sound. And then uh, Gemma and the Reverend, and I guess Miss Elizabeth as well, as you stand there on the other side, all of a sudden the portal fades out and the whole corridor does this, you know, uh, uh, depth of field shift as all of a sudden uh, the portal disappears and the long corridor shifts back to being normal length. No. I will shout out that it's, this is a good death. <laughs> no. And, 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 uh, and something Elizabeth like, F you Napoleon. Poor yes, Elizabeth. no, Elizabeth is quite, most distraught. <laughs> Yet another gentleman dies to save me. <laughs> <laughs> But you're, but you're rich. I'll never be married now. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, well, Miss Elizabeth was already rich. That's true. Yay! But now Gemma has her oh, little well. diamond that she can turn into, you know, something. Yes. Ah. Okay. Womp womp. Hey, but at least you know. Elizabeth didn't have to die. True, yes. So that's probably, like, as good as it gets. No, no, this is, uh, I think, quite a good ending. Um, and if you all had left, the portal would have just stayed open and the monsters would have come through until somebody went back through to uh, perform uh, a blood sacrifice on the altar. So, John Stone actually nipped it in the bud. Thank you, Captain Stone. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Captain Stone. <laughs> well, at least, you know, it didn't have to keep it in the family. Yeah, yeah. That would have been... Yeah. Well, at least for a hundred years. At least for a hundred. I was going to say yeah. it's going to open up yeah, again yeah, in a hundred yeah. years, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Nineteen thirteen. You, you might want to check in on it. it better this time. Yeah, yeah. The, the Reverend oh. should make a note for the whoever is the priest in nineteen thirteen to you know take care. Yeah, of Yeah, totally. Yeah, that was this crazy. This may sound crazy, but <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Well, so anyway, I can see, yes. yeah, I can see them trying to tear down the long corridor, and it just won't get torn down. Yeah. Well, nobody's going to believe you, or Miss Elizabeth, who's clearly suffering from you know hysterics and the vapors. Totally the vapors. Yeah. I mean, aside from uh, the the reverends. Oh. And uh, Gemma's gemstones. Uh, I don't think you have any actual evidence or hard proof of anything. Yeah. Mm. You can cry under your diamond. <laughs> I'm going to use this diamond to live a rich life. I know the captain would have wanted me to. 
I almost dropped the other gems I had. <laughs> Be like, here, take these. I'll defend you. Yes. But no. No. Well, cool. So what'd you guys think of Regency Cthulhu? It was fun. Um, yeah, that was fun. No, good. No, it was, it was like, uh, now you might. I just like the fact that it moved no, fast and we kind of had characters, you know, I don't know. It was fun. There's a whole lot of not making the rolls. <laughs> there were some rolls made and some rolls not made. There were some, there were some really well, there, yeah. It's, it's like you said, it doesn't have to be a success to be a good story. Yes. What's funny is that uh, there's a second adventure in the book and you guys started to dig into that one. Oh. <laughs> with the Mort, Mortvale house. Oh, yeah. Ah, cool. uh, <laughs> well, any house called Mort View is going to be creepy. Yeah. <laughs> just, yes. yeah. I just looked at the list of True. options. I was like, huh. <laughs> if there was going to be a Roman villa, what do you want to bet? Has anyone seen Lair of the White Worm? Because. Oh, oh. I think the people who wrote this have. Yeah. Long, long time ago. <laughs> yeah, it's been England, a while. Roman villa. Creepy stuff? Yeah. Monsters. Monsters. Yeah, that's a long time ago. It holds up. For the rewatch. Cool. Yeah. Well, that was a good yeah. game. Yeah, that's good. I like this series. Cool. <laughs> Excellent. As always, thank you, Jed. Yeah, thank you, Jed. Thank you, Jed. Good thing. <laughs>